0: On last week's irrevelations, are you guys ready for some boring shit? Because that's what it is. That's what this chapter is. Man, we need to make a show called Drunk Tiger Dead. <laughs> like
1: as like 1984, more like fourteen. 14- 44 BC, Like from uh,
0: the Spider-Man comics, I think Uncle Ben is the one who said it. With great power comes some sort of middling responsibility.
1: The people are wandering around Zen, the people standing in Kadesh, also Miriam died. I'm not going to stand up for some race traitor to tell me how to live my life. Love, Miriam. Uh, hey, asshole, we are dying here.
0: And specifically, there's no pomegranates.
1: Oh, you guys are starving? He's just got his mountain of wine sacks and fresh-killed firstborn calves, and he's like... I don't understand let them eat cake like what's the fucking problem here? You know? he's like
0: wiping breast milk off his beard
1: <laughs> and Mo's like all right, Aaron you take off all your clothes and he's like okay I'm like, what's all this about he's like take off all your clothes all right, hand them to your son Eliza would you put on your dad's clothes he's like okay and so Aaron's just standing there naked <laughs> on the top of the head, like okay so what's the next step before we
0: Turn to the I, would like to with me. I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about
1: myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell,
0: just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God, I am America, heaven.
1: The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord,
0: speak to me.
1: Did you see that? Um, did you actually watch the whole Ben Shapiro? Oh, yeah. Debate in the BBC. guy. I did. Yeah, was, you
0: texted it to me. And I'm, I am your faithful squire when it you comes never, to. You don't what, uh,
1: always watch everything I sent you. Did you see the, uh, well, that? Well, that, that's just inside baseball. But uh, yeah, it is. I saw the video. Well, everyone was talking about I did about watch the it. whole video. Everyone was talking about it, and so I, I checked it from a couple of different angles. I saw what the Donald said. Ugh. Our conservative was talking about it. Our politics are funny. There's a lot of people that were kind of weighing in from different sides, um, and it kind of seemed to take two different takes. One, the more popular one, I think, was uh, people being like, "Oh, Ben Shapiro got fucking owned," and "Oh, he finally debated someone who," um, uh, and so he finally goes against someone who isn't a fucking stooge. Who's actually a quote unquote conservative, and uh, devolves into just calling him a leftist and walking off? You know, the second he gets countered or takes on anyone with any level of debate cred. Um, gets I mean, it wasn't head.
0: even a debate, though. You know, it wasn't it supposed wasn't. to be.
1: Like people, are like, oh, well, it was a bad debate. Well, it wasn't it a debate? It was an interview. Okay? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was. It was like softball pitches, I think. The, I mean, maybe well, not softball. They they had some. They had a little bit of heat on them, but I thought they it were was still... spicy
1: from the get go.
0: The Got point it. of it was to give him an opportunity to explain himself and frame it the way he wants to. I mean, there, there are, those are questions he should be able to answer pretty easily without like ad hominemming the the interviewer. You know, yeah,
1: just being like, oh, well, you're a leftist. Okay, shut up, <laughs> you fucking <new laughs> yeah. child, you fucking child. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Uh, I thought it was interesting because t- 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 it, it seemed like there were a couple of ideas that he said that I never thought of, or at least not considered, uh, but. Basically, he was like, "Hey, you know, you don't like Trump, but you like conservatives." And there's a lot of other bullshit, like, "Oh, yes, well, I don't like Trump's personality, but I like conservative values." Yuck. And then he kind of the who who was the interviewer? What was his name?
0: Um, something name? Neil, Andrew Neil is the guy's name, the uh, BBC
1: commentator. Right, right, right. Good one. Uh, but uh, it just seemed kind of interesting because it, it was it was it was again. It's just sort of. I realized how ignorant I was of a wide swath of uh, opinion. Because everyone was like, yeah, but he's a conservative. And I was like, well, what kind of conservative? Not Because uh, he's like, yes. Like everyone's like, he's a conservative. Well, he doesn't seem to be pro life. And he doesn't really seem to be. That's anti- only a thing in the US, healthcare. though. But that's my point everyone's like, he's a conservative. Well, your definition of conservative is different than our definition of conservative. I think our definition of conservative is pretty fucking dumb. Um, yeah, we have the worst conservatives in the world. We have the Maybe worst. conservatives.
0: Where, where where's the place that they still like stone gaze? Those are the worst ones. <laughs> but we're
1: say, up. There. <laughs> Those Saudi Arabian conservatives, watch out! They're but, dicks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did that woman get raped? We'll kill her too for adultery. That's pretty conservative in my book. That's make, some old school Bible values. Make her but, kids um, watch. <laughs> um, but anyway, fuck.
0: I mean, fuck, that's for real. But yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not that even actually happens, um,
1: Ugh, but sorry. it was—I don't know—I—I I guess I didn't really think that. I—I I, I thought to me it seemed more like that Manny Pacquiao. Uh, who, who's the undefeated? Conor McGregor, not Connor McGregor. Manny Pacquiao. Oh, Floyd,
0: Floyd Mayweather.
1: Floyd Mayweather. Did you ever watch that fight?
0: Um, yes. It was bullshit. It. I,
1: it was bullshit. Fifteen rounds. No one really ever landed a punch. It, yeah. it was like that. That's what it felt like. It was like two people just sort of dancing around each other uh, in the version of debate like it seemed like um that Andrew Neil guy was kind of being like okay well here's you saying that it's uh here's you calling for uh decency and civility in modern culture and then here's you saying that Palestine uh, Palestinians like to uh, wallow in their own shit so which is it Mr Benjamin Shapiro and he's like oh well, all right how, how dare you bring up something I've done and then try to ask me about it like that's bullshit this isn't a real. You're a leftist. You're a leftist too. <laughs> If you were a real conservative, you would just give me a pass.
0: Yeah, that's what he was looking for, I think. Well,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, he didn't. I think he didn't know that the guy was a, you know, British conservative. Um, well,
1: whatever that means, you know, with their socialized health care and their pro-life uh, stance. You know? I
0: mean, there's still a lot of very conservative stances they take. They're like anti-immigrant, all that shit, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think we can all agree cousins. on. I think we can all agree on racism. Like, I mean, we're all on board for. Much, we all much, hate immigrants, right? Like, we're like, why can't we get along?
0: <laughs> much like American conservatives are to themselves, British conservatives, I think, could be considered kissing cousins of American conservatives.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed weird, you know. Um, yeah, it, it seemed weird that he.
0: Uh, Do you know? Mm, do you know the nail in the coffin for Shapiro for me in that episode or in that little fucking interview was was when he was like I've never even heard of you I'm more popular than you and I was yeah. like you lost like that's the fuck it was that? if you got to fucking you say years that
1: old? yeah like for Jesus. someone who talks a big game about how much better he is personality wise than Trump you yeah know, and like, like I'm surprised he wasn't like I'm surprised he didn't brand him be like well creepy Art O'Neill over here with, <laughs> uh, with his low energy bullshit like fucking All right. Committing. ass man Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even mad. (laughs) Just commit, you douche. Uh, Something else, and I don't know if this is true or not. And it's it's a little bit more. uh, It seemed weird that Ben Shapiro's general argument, like like he couldn't really respond to anything that was asked of him. You know, like (laughs) I I thought it was I didn't really understand. I knew that Ben Shapiro was Jewish. Yeah, I didn't realize that he was also anti-Palestine.
0: Yeah, come on! Uh, didn't I know didn't that?
1: know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It, I didn't know that he would have a tweet uh, that was along the lines of like uh, uh, Israel likes to build things, but Palestine likes to wallow in their own shit. I was like, that's a pretty Ooh, bold, yeah. <laughs> hot tweet. Is it trending yet? Oh, that's a pretty bold one. Um, and then I mean, he yeah, kept he's trying to like,
0: like a Netanyahu shill when it comes to that. I think that. Dude. And
1: then he he kept trying to like defend it to me, fucking dumb as shit. Like, uh, well, you know, polls, they elected Hamas. So I think in degree, like, is that what you're going to say? Is that because Hamas got elected by a majority vote that you're going to then classify an entire group of people as wallowing in as as second
0: rate humans, like as like lower class.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, what does that say about a country that elected Trump? I don't really understand your argument. Shapiro. (laughs) You just flip the script, dude. Fuck. Take that dick. Um, I don't know. I I thought I liked Ben Shapiro when he first... I, I'm almost ashamed to say that 2015-2016 Cole, um, while I would never vote for them and never would have ever voted for Trump, I kind of was like uh, on the side of Miley Yiannopoulos and Ben Shapiro. I'm almost ashamed to say it. That when no, they not be ashamed. I mean, let's face I, it. I, when they first hit the scene, I didn't think that they were wrong.
0: They're the, they're the closest thing I think the right has to a... Uh, a reasonable voice and that's not looking good now (laughs) it's it's terrible like but they were at first like okay he he's not um he's able to call trump what he is um which is good like conservatives need that bad it is weird that they
1: don't yeah it seems like a pretty obvious point of view yeah
0: so like he's able to do these things that i i can respect that it's obvious though that he has this like weird hearts heart steadfast points about Palestine, about abortion, abortion yeah. that are kind of absurd.
1: Because, like, uh, like, Miley Annapolis came to the fore, in my mind, after Pulse nightclub shooting, because uh, there was that weird kind of, like, one, I, I don't know what the point of it was, but there was that weird thing where, like, uh, it's kind of like when uh, Democrats refer to those, uh, what, what was that bombing that just took place where they called them Easter worshipers or whatever?
0: Yeah. Because they were worshiping for Easter. But, sure. yeah. But Sri Lanka. I
1: mean, what, yeah, like Sri Lanka, yeah. Like it was a weird one. Or when they were like, "Oh, these radical terrorists and like like Fox News were like, "Call them Muslims. Call them Muslims." Like, "Well, they are yeah. Muslims. Why are you guys getting so And anyway, Miley Annapolis' kind of argument the point was like, you know, uh pro-gun con- you know, pro-gun rights was like, "Hey, if people if you're actively trying to increase uh, refugee intake from countries that have a religious stratagem of uh persecuting gays then yeah gays should get ready to defend yourself guys it's only going to get worse we should all have guns you know there there is a group of people who are coming here who uh by and large want to murder us you know sure or not, or whatever. I mean, I mean it's, really, a definitely, a it's a, definitely
0: fear-mongering. Yeah, it's definitely scare. fear-mongering, anti-xenophobia and, and stuff like that. But Joe, Joe McCarthy style.
1: I, at its core, I was like, yeah, defend yourself. Don't let them, don't let them, don't let them get you, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke, gays. They're coming for you. You better, you know, arm yourselves. Don't don't be stupid. Um, but, I don't know. Like, Ben Shapiro in the same boat. Like, when he first came on the scene, I thought he was reasonable. And then, gradually, I just kind of have seen those two... Uh, Miley <laughs> Abdos especially has just fucking dropped off. He sucks, but uh, yeah, ben he Shapiro, kind of
0: exposed yeah. himself as what he was deep down. I think, yeah, fucking, a
1: little, just a shill. Yeah, but um, but then Ben Shapiro also. I just I don't know. I I lost all touch with that with those guys in the last four years. I guess. But yeah,
0: it's a. Weird, I mean, I think this is such a natural, uh, process though that, let's face it, things just get more and more. You know, we call it progressive. There's setbacks. Yeah. But a lot of what conservatism stands for now, it's weird. It's like a magnet where I think that they used to have sort of ideals that may at some points. Obviously, you look at civil rights. You look at all this shit. Conservatives are, are, are the ass. They're always the bad guy, right? Yeah. Like, historically speaking, they're, they become yeah. the bad guy. So it's – I don't know. We're just going through another phase of that, I think, where we're growing yeah. into – the way that we're going to have morals in the 21st century and some people aren't about it.
1: I I guess, I don't know. It it, it seemed weird. Like one of the other things that Ben Shapiro kind of kept like as a point again, just in a vain effort to try to run out the time, you know, (laughs) we'll be like, well, you called uh, abortion barbarism. So I mean, why don't you just admit that you can't have a, a debate? Like, all right. I mean, yeah. You, are, are you really going to sit there, Ben Shapiro, and say that sentencing a woman to thirty years in prison for having a miscarriage isn't barbaric? I think it's the definition of barbaric. We're not yeah. using hyperbole here. That's fucking barbarism. You well, know? that's like, what he
0: didn't want to address, obviously. Yeah. And like, that's oh, why... well, the
1: fact that you use the word barbarism uh, just shows you to, like you're you're biased. Which I, again, I kind of I also didn't understand Ben Shapiro's argument. It just se- it, 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 he seemed a little out of his depth. Yeah, I'll agree with that, that. Like, what was your argument? Well, why don't you just admit that you have bias? I'm sorry. Is the only... Th- that's the point of, like, are you saying that the only reason why I am arguing against your beliefs is because I disagree with them? Because that's how it fucking works. <laughs> like, I don't know what your fucking stupid but, plan
0: is. But as far as we know, uh, he agreed. As far as we know, Neil even agreed with him. But he was giving... Again, these aren't softball pitches. It's not a t-ball game. But he's lofting him over the plate. Like, if you're not ready to answer that fucking question, what are you doing? You know, stick to stick to giving uh, debates at colleges where you're arguing with teenagers. You know, <laughs> uh,
1: uh, stick 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 to sound bites in a crowd of supporters. You know? Exactly, man. It's trash. But, yeah, I'm not I a fan. I thought it, I thought it was some weak shit. And I know fun, everyone else said it. I didn't think it was. I didn't think he was destroyed. I didn't think it was. No, but Again, he came off looking like a fucking lazy yeah, asshole. Up. Yeah, I think it was just another... To me, it was kind of like that first debate with... Uh, whichever one that was with Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, yeah. where they both kind of came up there. They both said basically dumb shit, you know, like, well, I'm going to fight for all women, and I'm going to rape them if I can catch them, you know. And then they were like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like oh, potato, potato. Yeah, whatever, you know. <laughs>
1: and, uh, oh, did you just like fight four women? Oh, I thought you said... <laughs> Fight, I fight fight, you meant with. fight women. <laughs> I said fight <laughs> with women. Oh, yeah, fight alongside them, and then I'm in front of them, and I'm coming at them. You know, uh, but um, uh, but it was just weird that you had a debate where both sides were like, wow, we crushed the other side. Oh, the way that Donald Trump managed to stop drooling for ten seconds. Oh, it was <laughs> a fucking landslide against that fucking cow. But um, I don't know. It just it, it,
0: it's amazing how smart he does make w look
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right i don't know i just thought it was i i i, I thought it was an interesting video uh i, I don't know it, i, I, I think i'm glad you shared it with me
0: I, I wouldn't have seen it otherwise maybe I, so. I think
1: more interesting than the actual subject matter was just all the different ways people took it you know, like, sure. oh, fucking i was people shocked his ass.
0: i was shocked that so normally i'm used to youtube comments and i try to stay away from them but i see them sometimes i'm used to com- youtube comments being like edgy right-wing little fucking 17 year old folks yeah but every single youtube comment was bashing Ben Shapiro I was amazed
1: uh, yeah.
0: i was kind of surprised at that <laughs> cuz i thought that he was like a youtube hero
1: Boy, that'll be the next BuzzFeed article. The internet turns on Ben Shapiro. Oh, man. There
0: was even people in there that were like, I'm a conservative. We all hate Ben Shapiro. I'm like, I, I, don't, think you, I don't think you know what you're talking about.
1: I, I, I saw a couple that were like, I'm a conservative. I hate Ben Shapiro. But it was mostly rooted in anti-Semitism. So I don't know if was <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I don't know how, how, to many, make that.
0: how many right wingers do you think are kept up at night trying to decide if they're pro-Israel or anti-Semitic? Like it's <laughs> <laughs> such a fine line to walk.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Do I give it to the? Uh, well, you know what, or do you I give know it, what it boils the down to? And the or?
0: They want them out of here in their own ethno-state. You know that's why they love Israel. They love Japan. They love these little countries that have uh, you know almost a homogenous population.
1: That's why they love uh, Native American reservations, you know? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right, we should get into the Bible at some (laughs) point. We got a lot to talk about. This is enough (laughs) politics, and we have a long episode. Buckle in, folks. Once I start talking about reservations. (laughs) uh,
0: Um, You're listening to the Irrevelations podcast. We're the podcast that reads the entire Bible so that you don't have to. We're breaking it down. We're giving you the cliff notes. Although, I'm going to say it. I, I was thinking about this. You could definitely read the Bible faster than listening to our podcast, but don't do it anyway. <laughs> I, think I
1: think you could. Well, okay, first of all,
0: yeah, if you, obviously. If you sped you read know, it, yeah.
1: I think you could literally read the Bible faster than if we did a book on tape version and just read it to you, you know?
0: Sure, sure, sure. But we're but I, I think what you're getting here is hard-hitting concordance, hard-hitting commentary on what's happening. We're looking stuff up for you. We're doing all the hard ground foot soldier work.
1: Uh, I'm Cole Dilewski.
0: I'm Grant Devoist. And we're on episode
1: uh, what episode is this? 34? Thirty-four. Boy, Thirty-four. Doesn't count. I think, yeah. this, I think hey, this show
0: can almost run for president. Oh, one again. More, wow. Knock on the park. <laughs> now I don't know what I'm gonna see for
1: thirty-five because I already did the president thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um I I think I think the service we provide is even if you read this Bible, I think you and I have the benefit. Is that we have an extra, I think an extra keen eye because we're about to talk about it with each other.
0: Sure. Right? So we actually have to.
1: Like I feel comprehend. like comprehend. I feel like even as I read it and I'm taking notes and I'm writing, you know, the, the the outlines for these episodes and stuff. Even then, when we talk about it, I'm gaining new perspective and and sometimes just an eye for absurdities that I didn't pick up the first time. And I, I, I'll, I'll warn you, this episode is fucking absurd. Ooh, like this is going to be yeah. a fucking weird one.
0: Um, We're about to get fucking <laughs> juicy with it.
1: And, and things that, when you, you know, when I read it, and it's happened in other episodes where I read and I go, all right, whatever, fine. And then it isn't until we start to talk about it, I'm like, yeah, that is fucking, man, that makes no sense. I thought it made sense when I read it. And then now that I'm revisiting it and actually thinking about what I read, I'm like, oh, that's fucking dumb as shit.
0: Yeah. So this and, is going to and- be one of those. <laughs> And I'm going to say regarding this episode, once again, Numbers, the Boring Book is the wildest shit out there. It's the craziest book. Nothing stacks up to this.
1: Yeah, I don't uh, we we'll, we'll we'll keep touching on this. But something I think about as we're like editing the episodes and thinking about it and stuff like that is that sure. When I read these books, I, I'm always confronted with what I thought I was going to be reading to what the actual is. And it is absurd how different it is. Okay. I have never heard anyone in my life ever talk about any of the things we're about to talk about this episode.
0: I have, and we'll get to that when we get to it, but really? I'm going to okay. tell what I'll relate to you once we get to the stories is what I remember of the stories and how differently it was framed for me as a child compared to how okay. it is actually reading it in context. I mean, so, you're
1: more immersed. I've never heard anything about fucking uh, talking donkeys. See, I, I have, I mean, and I'm gonna and some I'm shit. gonna tell you
0: my story of the talking donkeys, oh, and boy. I think it's gonna be pretty hilarious. We've um, all seen Shrek, but with, <laughs> no. Well, with no further ado, let's get into this episode. We're starting off in Numbers chapter 21 with some with some hardcore violence, right? If you're into that, we're about to do it.
1: Uh, yeah, and uh, for continuity's sake, when we last left on the episode. Aaron had just died. Uh, Miriam had died a little yes. bit before there. Eliza had sort of taken over Aaron's duties, um, and Eliezer. Born...
0: But yeah. whatever. I mean, that's it's a cool L- e- a- fucking I- name a- to say. Okay, like, how great, often okay. do you
1: get to say that? I can't even pronounce no dab. But anyway, <laughs> um, as we start to twenty one, there's no mention of it. But you can kind of take from the context as we get into it that forty years have passed, and they're going to explain it later. I did not see anywhere that specifically spelled it out, but just assume that a time skip has kind of occurred since last episode to this one.
0: Wait, really? I didn't gather that. You didn't gather that? No. My my I, mean, I, I was going to talk about how hey, this feels like they're doing the things they weren't supposed to do yet, but
1: Okay. I, well, we'll we'll get to it, but episode or uh, chapter 26, which won't happen till next episode at least uh kind of makes it clear, but I haven't uh, seen okay. anything, but the, my, my concordance states that because we can tell that things have changed a little bit, that that's sort of an indicator that 40 years have passed. Um, and then it'll become more hammered out, but there's nothing explicitly stated that 40 yeah, years have passed.
0: But, but Moses is alive.
1: Moses is alive, and it's but probably he's about not 120. To,
0: but he doesn't get to go in. That was the whole deal. He doesn't get to go into Canaan. Anyways, this is way too much for the people right now. Let's, uh,
1: my, my, uh, so I'll just, I, I'm just quoting from my concordance uh, that when you compare the verses of 21 to 14, they're specifically paired that way to show you, hey, this is what happened 40 years ago. This is what's happening now.
0: Well, I think that's stupid and... In and chapter, um, and in
1: chapter 26 is going to make it clear, but let's let's get into it.
0: My concordance <laughs> says, fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so starting off chapter 21. Now, the last time that or almost every time since they left Egypt that the Israelites have had a run-in for the most part, things haven't gone well. Either A, people told them to fuck off and they listened, or B, the Canaan- the Israelites kind of went out on their own without God to try to t- attack some people and got their asses kicked.
1: Yeah, two things happened. That, Either they were told to fuck to off and they listened, or they were told to fuck off and they didn't listen. Either way, they, they died. And they got fucked <laughs> off. <laughs> um, so this
0: time, um, they, they basically run into uh, the Canaanite king, Arad who lives in the Negev Desert, which is in southern Israel to this day. It's funny how deserts stick around. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: So so timeless.
0: So uh, basically, the Israelites go to God, and they're like, hey, give us these people, and we will totally destroy their cities. Now, something I want to break into. Did you look up this word destroy, Um, what it means?
1: Well, uh, just to be clear... There was a preemptive strike, so they've all, like the king of Arad heard that there were yes, Israelites, went in there, true. killed them, took prisoners. So it is, a the the, the Jews are in reaction to that. They You're just right. got surprise attack. That's some prisoner's taken, and now they're going to God and be like, hey, if uh, can you help us out?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I was in such a rush to get to this word destroy that I <laughs> I skipped that very. Important it's a great detail. word.
1: So, but to, to answer your question. Uh, No, I don't have any uh, reference on the word destroy here.
0: So the word destroy here is actually uh, the Hebrew word kalram. Now, it means a few different things. And this is what I think, this tells us a lot about biblical translations and how much we really don't know what the fuck we're we're talking about here. Kalram can mean, A, to set aside in a religious manner, like to dedicate to God, right? So um, it could be like just giving, I think that you would almost say that you're call ramming a, a, a ram or a, a, or a ox when you give it to God, right? When you slaughter it. Okay. It can also mean to utterly destroy or mutilate, which is presumably, I think, that I they're think kind of using. I ha- think more happens here. Yes, literally. <laughs> it what they but, meant by it. but they're also promising them to God, because you see, it's kind of a bargain they're making with God here, saying, hey, if you deliver them to us, we will call ram their cities. So they're saying not only physically destroy, but also kind of set them aside religiously. Now, here's where it gets really confusing, and this is, again, why I think we should take every translation of the Bible with a grain of salt. Karam also means flat-nosed. We saw this word word used earlier in Leviticus, I think, when they were going over uh, whether or not you're allowed to be a priest, and you couldn't if you had Karam, if you had a flat nose, because, I don't know, you're a dirty, flat-nosed motherfucker.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess they prefer that traditional uh, Jewish nose. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Okay, well, gotta cut that out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's what it means, right? Like, I mean, I, 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 I guess I'm understand so, yeah. that correctly. Yeah. If
0: you're no, if you basically, if you're, if you didn't look like everyone else, um, yeah. so again, the, the fact that so many of these words can have so many possible meanings uh, says a lot.
1: But but that's their vow: is that if if the God will give them the people to the Israelites, they will destroy them, quote unquote, whatever destroy means. Yeah. But But. Uh, the Lord listens to them and delivered up the Canaanites, and they utterly utterly destroyed them and their cities, so the name of the place was called Hormah. Now, Hormah is interesting, because when God first cursed them and said that they would never, um, you know, see Canaan, uh, there was that rebellion where they are like, well, fuck it, we're going to try it on our own, and yep. they assaulted that mountain fortress. When the mountain fortress pushed them off, they got pushed back to Hormah. So it kind of is like, they kind of got pushed back and now they're taking that hill that they've always been wanting that whole time, you know?
0: Oh, interesting. So it
1: kind of marks a a unique shift and sort of a barrier that is being broken down that that city they'd, oh, the city that they got their ass kicked at last time. Now, you know, this is the guy that beat them in the 02 Olympics and now it's 06, baby. It's trying to kick their ass, you know?
0: Yeah, they're going to Jesse Owens, this motherfucker. Um, So I think it's also interesting because Horma translates to destruction. So, you could oh. say the first time it was their destruction, this time it's their enemy's destruction, right?
1: Or maybe. Or the fact that they apparently named it 40 years after they also named it. So True. It could also <laughs> be nothing, it could, it could just be shit. They all have Alzheimer's. They didn't remember. Uh, uh And I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where. Sometimes I wonder about God's personality. So they had this great victory. God, we're all cool again. Forty years have passed. Here's that battle you're helping us. And then the very next thing is that uh, <laughs> we didn't like, we're have good, too right? We can not like, have too much of an uptick. <laughs> yeah, like we're good, right? Like everything's cool, smooth sailing from here. Um, as the people moved from Whore Mountain, uh, they... <laughs> As we call it last time, they—I tra- love that word—but as we call it, last time, they tried to go through Edom, and Edom said no. So this time they're going around Edom. You know, they learned their lesson. Yeah. Um, but there's people discouraged, you know, uh, and the people same old complaint, which I find interesting. I find interesting that so basically they're like, oh fuck, this sucks. We're wandering the desert again, no food, no water, and uh, Leviticus twenty-one five. And our soul loathes this worthless bread. Uh, that's a pretty it's, strong take against mana. So you yeah, gonna tell it, me, but that, it's been forty years. Yeah, as that's my. I, I think that's interesting that they're like, "Oh, that magic bread, man, I fucking hate that." Yeah, no shit. I would have hated it after two weeks. One Like, week. oh, like, Three hey, days. look, the miracle of life, God has loves us so much that he has provided manna from nothingness out in the desert for us to eat and be sustenance. Like, yeah, and fuck it, too. I fucking hate God for this shit. I <laughs> Like, I fucking I hate would. God for so it's making tough. me a, a boundless feast.
0: Let me say this. I had a bit of a paradigm shift with this passage. So, on the one hand, yes, I understand why the Israelites are pissed off. No one wants to eat the same thing for 40 years every day. But... Mm-hmm. On the other hand, maybe this is just God has finally gaslighted me into his, onto his side, okay. but maybe the Bible is winning me over. I'm blaming the victim on this one, all right? <laughs> okay. Because how many fucking times did they whine about the exact same thing? And not that they don't have a right to. I absolutely think they have a right to. It's but you speech, have to yeah. learn. You have to
1: learn your lesson. <laughs> you have to learn your audience read the room bro quit Yuck. complaining like i don't know it's um i remember one time i uh i mean i think we've all had stories like this where i made a steak once and it was perfect medium rare and this one was like this aunt of mine i mean i, I know she'll never read this this is this podcast but this aunt of mine was like <laughs> i like my steak uh, well done and then took the steak that i'd grilled for her perfectly and put it in the microwave and if i had fiery surface to send on her <laughs> I would it's not have too fucking, late. I would it's have skinned her alive. I, I I never felt a rage like I felt that day. I wanted to scalp her. You know, like I wanted to.
0: Like... Do you know? Do you know how I see the Israelites right now? Yeah. I see the Israelites. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen uh, Infinity War, I see the Israelites, <laughs> or Doctor Strange. I forget. The Israelites are Doctor Strange, and they're going Dormammu. I've come to bargain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, but and over of, and
0: over again, they're getting fucking killed.
1: Well, the problem is that time travel is so it's just them dying over and over again. And <laughs> yeah, it's just, but it's, as a nation.
0: Yeah, but I mean, having babies is kind of like replacing yourself, like Doctor Strange did with time travel. <laughs>
1: I feel like it's more like uh, I feel like it's more like imagine that interview in a uh, Dark Night where Batman's beating up the Joker and he's like, "Where is she?" But it's every time he asks a question, it's Joker punching him. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see it.
1: Uh, so. God hears these whinging and these complaints. So, God do what God gon' do, and he sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and many of Israel died. Cool. Fucking cool <laughs> shit, I mean, bro. this is
0: my nightmare. Yeah. This is my fucking nightmare. So they
1: were dude. like, man, all we have is the same old food. There's no food. There's no water. Just this fucking bread. And he's like, how do you guys like snakes, bitch? Like, oh. do, you like, do you like biscotti? <laughs> Um, it just, it just, I'm just imagining, like, you're sitting there, and then you're, like, you're sitting at the table, and, like, what's for dinner? Uh, you're, like, tasteless bread. Yeah, I guess. It's only been 40 years. That's fine. I fucking hate this shit. And then just, (laughs) oh, fuck, snakes. People don't like snakes. Um. No. I mean, they're uh, literally
0: the devil in this book, sort of, maybe. It
1: seems kind of weird that, yeah, yeah, God has quite a bunch of, uh, devilish, uh, moves in his playbook there. Um. So, again, the people go to Moses like, we're sin, we're sorry, we fucked up. Can you talk to God on our behalf and uh, please take away the serpents from us?
0: Less serpents, please, yes.
1: Just less serpents, please, yes. Um, so Moses prayed to the people. Now, this is uh, this is where things get like a little absurd. I don't get it. But God tells Moses, okay, check it out. Here's what you do. You're going to take a bunch of bronze and make a fiery serpent, quote-unquote, out of bronze and put it on a pole and anyone who sees it when he looks at it shall live and so he did and they did and everyone saw it and they all lived you know
0: so here's the thing this just means that you're immune to the venom i'm pretty sure they're all still getting bit left and right right like the snakes didn't go it, away it doesn't say it, it just kinda, says you won't die from the bites if you so, look at
1: it so they're just standing there <laughs> waist deep in snakes snakes bite them and they're like oh look there's that bronze statue <laughs> It it also just seems weird that like so God sent magic snakes into the people, bit the shit out of everybody, and God's like, "Hey, can you take away the snakes?" And God's like, "How good are you at metallurgy?" Uh, well, I can't say I've ever done any metallurgy. The closest I've ever come is I melted down a calf and made people drink it. Like, okay, can you make a good serpent? Like, I what wh- what the fuck? Like my Betsy? Like, wh- what do you want me to do here? I'm like, you I'm right. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, uh, like, like okay, uh, I've never made one before, tread, God, but I'll try my best. You know? like, tread on me, Daddy. <laughs> uh, so he makes a bronze serpent that was fucking wicked, and uh, everyone who looked upon it lived. Uh, uh, cool. Ugh. Um, the rest is kind of, uh, the rest of 21, maybe, I, I don't know, uh, until we get to verse 21. Uh it's just kind of like they're moving around they go to oboth cool they go east of moab um and, and we're going to start to see them interact again with the people of moab and the ammonites who as we talked in some of the earlier episodes are descendants from lot who was abraham's nephew uh descendants from date rape babies oh okay i didn't yeah. catch that yeah we're starting we are now because they are trying to avoid the edomites
0: yeah, they're taking a big...
1: Big bucket. detour around the Edomites. Detour. They are moving to Zor, which was the city that Lot...
0: Yeah, um, that's right. He found Settled in. With his bef- incest babies. With
1: his incest babies before he moved into the mountains and founded uh, the Ammonites and the Moabites. Yes. So um, they're, they're kind of hanging around that area with those people.
0: So one of the things that I did in preparation here is that I got to this part, and you know we're getting into more different names of places because the Israelites are on the move a lot more. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder if there is a map of like the exodus journey and so i get online and there are there are probably about a million maps and they're all different yeah i see that it's in your bible listen none of them are the same oh, every okay. yeah because well, how, why of this makes sense no none that. of this makes sense that's why because none of it's none of it is like you have to choose which parts you're gonna take or not take because it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't make doesn't sense work. that
1: they backtrack and go this way and that way. And yeah, yeah.
0: Me, yeah, it's out of control. So, so
1: if you're if you if you're if you're a uh, ancient you know uh, 1200 BC uh, archaeologist who knows good maps, they went to Obath. Uh, I don't even know this one. Ije Abarim in the wilderness, which is east of Moab. Sounds cool. Which that? Yeah, yeah, I, even the map that they've got me is fucking looping. If I was moving 2 million something, well, I mean, even it's been 40 years, it might even be more than that, probably maybe th- closer to 3 million. Well, I guess if you count, then subtract all the people that uh, God kills. It's probably yeah, so still back million. at 2.5. <laughs> yeah, 1 million. <laughs> uh, it just shows them looping around. They go towards Edom. They zigzag west towards Zor. They zigzag east around Moab. They zigzag west to, to get to Mount Nebo. Like, they're all over the fucking place. It's not a straight line. Sure. I, I would have stopped following that cloud a while ago. Yeah. Um,
0: Honestly, God should have uh, It almost Tolkien seems.
1: It almost seems like part. that cloud just go every which way the wind blows.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, cloud.
1: So, uh... So, uh... From there they went to Beer, which we know is the well that Abraham uh, sank that Hagar drank from. Yes. The well of Beer Lahai Roy, or well of Beersheba, actually, I believe is technically the one, but whatever. Um, Well,
0: before that, real quick, did did you see the Book of the Wars part?
1: Yeah, what did you interpret it? So as they're moving around, it just kind of interjects 2114, therefore it is said in the Book of the Wars of the Lord, and they do like... A weird they list song. off
0: some, some shit they yeah. ran into. Now, here's the thing. I looked up the Book of the Wars. It's basically considered to be a non-canonical, no longer in existence uh, part of the Bible. Um, there's a lot of speculation about what it is, but hilariously, this formative part of the Israeli experience does not exist on Earth anymore. <laughs> so, huh. But yeah, they, they think there's, we're going to see references later. Uh, in Joshua, I think that we're going to kind of come back to it. But uh, well,
1: this is—I wonder if it's the same book because when um, Moses crushes the uh, Mechalites with Joshua in that first first battle after they escaped yeah, and tells Egypt, tells
0: them to write it down. Or he's whatever.
1: like, write that shit down in the book.
0: And it's the, probably this one, but there's also another possible book called Joshua. Hmm. Um, but well, we'll, it's, well no one fucking knows.
1: It, it's entirely possible. I mean. When we, I think when we f- start the New Testament, we're going to have to really get into, like, the, like, wisdom and, like, some of the Catholic books, the Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, the Mishnahs, the Midrashes, all the different things that came together to kind of make the quote-unquote Bible, you know. Um, but su- suffice to say, there are plenty of written texts that I would consider as canon as the Bible that aren't in the Bible.
0: Yes, yeah. It's, um, you know, I mean, it's a people... Again, we've, we've talked about this, the people founding a civilization, you know, so there's going to be a lot of little loose ends here and there.
1: Um, and then, so there's the Book of the Wars. After that, there's a well. They get to uh, the Moses well. is like, hey, guys, you know how you're always bitching about water? Well, guess what? Here's a well. I will give you some water. And so then they it, sing about it? Yeah. They, uh, this is how much uh, the Israelites love water. They sing a whole fucking song.
0: It's basically a haiku, but yeah. (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) Spring up, oh well, all of you sing to it. The well the leader sank, dug by the nation's nobles, by the lawgiver with their staves. Yeah,
0: that means they didn't even have shovels. Imagine digging a well with sticks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pretty badass. I guess. And then from there, they went to Matna, Bamath, Khalil, Moab, Pisgah. Pisgah, I like that one. Pisgah. Which looks down on the wasteland. Did anyone do you know what that means? Like they keep talking about the fucking wasteland. I assumed it's all wasteland, but
0: Um, I think that's like the heart of the Negev Desert and uh, well no, in this case it's uh is there it's, like, it's, it's Palestine. The middle, <laughs> it's the middle of it's the middle of the Sinai Peninsula is ah. the wasteland, I believe.
1: Well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Because... Obviously
0: not. Of okay. course it doesn't.
1: So, yeah, if that's the case, then they're... Ref- well, hold on. And from Bahamut in the valley that is in the country of Moab to the top of Pisgah, which looks down on the wasteland. So they're saying it's in the country of Moab, which is well, just east of the Dead Sea.
0: Sure, but they don't know... It. Again, no fucking clue what they're talking okay, about. <laughs>
1: You're a leftist. You just trying. To <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so now we get, to, we get to have a little more fun, right? Um. Basically, the Israelites are back to their stage of, all right, we're trying to get to Canaan. Um, Let's send out some people to let the kings know, hey, we just want to walk through. We're not going to fuck with y'all. And so they they send out a message to uh, Sihon, the king of the Amorites. Now, I'm assuming that Sihon had read the first half of this chapter and knows (laughs) what happens when the Israelites come to your land. He's like, ah, there's a
1: bunch of pussies coming our way.
0: So he says, fuck no, and gets out his swords, right? Gets all his boys out there. Um, and with no fanfare at all, Israel, it says, puts them to the sword uh, and take their land.
1: I think it's kind of interesting because, again, we've seen this before, and, and maybe it's more of a sort of a, a, another literary trope to show how times have changed. Because this sure. is the second time they've done this shit. When uh, Israel first went to the Edomites, they pulled the whole uh, Kaiser Wilhelm on Belgium trick. Like, hey, we just want to pass through. We're not going to do anything. We'll pay for whatever yeah. we eat and drink. Just let us through. And the Edomites were like, well, how about you get fucked? And they're like, fair enough. Okay, we'll see you guys in forty years. Um,
0: well, to be fair, they list. I mean, they didn't do the the German thing because they <laughs> they just they did, they did the French through. thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, but the. Uh, but this time they're like, "Hey, we just want to come through and Sihan is like, "No, I don't think so." And I'm gonna just try to attack you preemptively, and they got their asses handed them. So it's I, it, it, it's a nice little uh, foil to the first I man.
0: He just saw a neighbor's country and cities literally get destroyed slash mutilated. So I think that the preemptive strike probably wasn't ridiculous. Like that, I would have done it too. Maybe
1: I would have killed these people are scary. I would have I, would have I can, I can hear
0: Sihan right now getting a, getting a <laughs> rally of his people and going, they will not replace us. <laughs> but they're well, gonna. Fight yeah, the spoiler yeah they're just like,
1: Get your fucking tiki torches. Let's get them. Um, something I find interesting is that uh, if they're on their way to Canaan, they're taking the absolute fucking worst route. Uh, because if they were in Zor, Zor is on the very southernmost tip of the Dead Sea.
0: Again, yes, they are taking the worst route. They could have just gone
1: west. They're in Canaan, but they're like, hold on, let's fight three more wars on the way there and take the long route. Like, what you know. part
0: of this is stupid do you not understand?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, if you actually... It, I guess it made sense if you were reading this and you're like, yeah, okay. But if you actually like try to dot it on a map, it makes no goddamn sense. They're just all over the place. They're just going, you know, screwy with it. Yeah. Um. Which is kind of how they've always been. Like when they first left Egypt, they were all over the place, just wandering in the woods. Which is what Pharaoh why, why tried to kill me. He's like, man, these guys are fucking dumb. But now they're now they're now at least they know what they're doing. Um, Ugh. So they defeat King Sihon, take his cities, and occupy them. And uh, I believe they kill everybody. Right? Like they just put the whole city to the sword.
0: Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, they don't, uh, they don't fuck around.
1: Um, what it around. does
0: say, though, is they, they stop. So when they take this land, this, uh, Amorite land, they stop at the border where the Ammonites begin. If you don't remember, uh, from the nineties, Ammonite is one of the fossil Pokemon. Um, bec- so the, <laughs> Hot so the Ammonites have basically have a fortified border. And so that's where the Israel stop. Israelite stop. Uh, they capture all those cities Presumably they raised them, I guess. it doesn't really go into detail, but they did definitely raise and destroy um, the what were the other people called the King Arad's people. So presumably yeah. they're still on the warpath.
1: path. So, so so right now we're just seeing them moving across the desert, killing people, taking their cities. Uh, and as soon as they're like uh, in Heshbon and taking mm. over the land, uh, Moses sends spies out to Jazer. Uh, whom they also came in and kill and drove out all the Amorites who were there.
0: yeah it's a lot of fun. Uh,
1: 2133 begins the story of another king uh, the king of Bashan, King Og, which is <laughs> a great, badass name badass right. fucking name finally so King Og hears this shit he's seeing this uh, roaming band of uh, Jews coming in and wiping out all the villages uh, and he tries to gather up his people and to battle them at a drive. Um, and God goes to Moses. I don't worry about this fucking guy. Uh, you're just going to kick his ass. Like he kicked all the other ones. Uh, <laughs> so they defeated him. Uh, this is 2135. So the Israelites defeated him, his sons and all his people until there was no survivor left him and they took possession of his land. Hell so yeah, they're just get in there and replacing all of them. <laughs>
0: Just, I feel like we almost need to have a footnote here. We're, this is, we're joking, guys. We're joking, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, this is not. <laughs> this is right. Hey, I just want to have like a little a little hyphen s, so you know that we're yeah, just, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. satire. Like, <laughs> this we, is
0: not the Charlottesville Stormer podcast or whatever. Yeah.
1: I don't know. <laughs> we are not Breitbart. This is just two people making a joke. Uh, uh,
0: it just it was too heavy. I had to say something. <laughs> uh, so that that is the end of chapter twenty one. Regrettably, because that was a fun chapter. Not yeah. right We had we had snakes. We had destruction and death. We had fun songs to sing. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it was a great chapter. Uh, And I'm excited for Numbers 22, because Numbers 22 is going to introduce a couple of characters that are confusing as fuck. We're going to (laughs) get... I can't wait to finish uh, these next couple of chapters. Uh, Balak sins for Balam, is what mine is called. So let's be specific. For the next three chapters,
0: exactly... There's going to be a new main character. It's no longer the Israelites. It's right? a weird
1: side story.
0: It's called a bottle episode, is what they call it on television. <laughs> I think
1: <laughs> it's a it's a it's filler arc. It doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense. Um, so up to twenty one is just kind of a recapping. Mean, here's the battles of the uh, Israelites. Here, here's, here's the, they killed everyone, took all their lands, came to this city, killed everyone, took their lands, came Got to this killed city, by snakes. found some people in a condo, hit them with rocks, pushed them out. Now they <laughs> yeah. live there. So, <laughs> numbers twenty-two then takes a weird aside, and now we're talking about Balak. Um, uh, twenty-two verse one starts with the children of Israel have now moved and are on the side are in the plains of Moab on the side of Jordan, across from Jericho. I, I'm not actually that familiar with where that is on a map. So probably.
0: that's the Jordan River, um, which uh-huh. is a famous river that's going to be. Uh, heavily interspersed throughout the rest of the Bible.
1: So, there is a leader of a town, Balak, the son of Zippor, is seeing all these Israelites going up and killing the Amorites. And they are Moabites. Moabites. Um, and uh, the Moabites are terrified of the Israelites. They're seeing, there's like, oh my God, these monsters, these terrorists, they're just running around through Syria and stuff and killing people and deposing them. The, the you know. So... Uh I I titled this one um uh They Look for Brother Mozart. <laughs> get me Brother Mozart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really is, isn't it? Nice. That's a so, deep cut.
1: Yeah. So so Pollock is like, "All right, guys, we got a serious fucking problem, and when you deal with a problem like this, you got to get a professional." Hell yeah. So he a gets all his professional sorcerer. Yeah. So they're like, "Okay, we're dealing with some fucking we're dealing with some Hebrews. Mm-hmm. They've got a special connection with God, so we got to get our own guy who's got a special connection with God to curse them, and, and make inexplicably it so they stop
0: killing us. Inexplicably, that guy does exist. So. There is
1: another guy. <laughs> yeah. There's, so they find this um, John Wick character, and yeah. they summon him.
0: Now, here's what's well, interesting: it says that he is at Pethor near the Euphrates. That is where Abraham's people came out of. So, interestingly. You know, maybe there is some sort of a deep, 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 uh, deep—what mean here that we don't know at the end? Eight hundred year old connection, right? right At this point? Uh,
1: Um, no, Abraham. Well, that might be eight hundred. It might be thereabouts. It was
0: was something like that. Because
1: four hundred years in Egypt, and then Jacob is um, Isaac, and we've already spent
0: half a century in the desert here. So yeah, yeah. So six Uh, to eight hundred years. I don't know.
1: But oh. it, it's possible that they're, they're coming from the wellspring of Judaism in general. They are coming, So they seek a man who lives where Abraham is from.
0: Yes, and his name is Balaam.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah. And we're going to get real comfortable with this guy. Yeah. Um, uh, it's interesting how they're all intermingled. So they get a bunch of people from Moab and the elders of Midian. Now, as we remember, Midian and the Midianites is whom Jethro is from and who Moses' oh, wife nice. and stuff. So oh, these I these they are the, were Cushites, no. His second wife, or th- that might be just you know, because the Bible's full of shit. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, fair, fair Zipporah, enough. the daughter of Jethro, was a Midianite.
0: Okay, fair.
1: Uh, Jethro you. was a Midianite. They later complained because he was married to a Cushite one. Whether or not he, whether or not Moses married a second. Wife, or whether they just misunderstood, or they forgot, or the book is written like shit. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah.
0: The point is is that that. Zippero Moses flees to Midian, Exodus chapter two. Yeah, right. right You
1: know. So uh, Balak gets some Midians, and they seek out Balaam the fixer.
0: Hell yeah!
1: Uh, And they go to Balaam, and uh, these messengers, and uh, Balaam says, "Okay, guys, check it out. Stay with me tonight. I'm gonna go talk to God." And I'm going to see what he wants me to do.
0: Which is fun. That's cool.
1: Yeah. I love it when that happens, you know? Yeah. I'm like uh, like when I go and I'm like, hey, man, what's this noise in my car? He's like, don't worry. I'm going to go talk to God about it. I'm like, this is a good mechanic. This guy knows so his he- shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so God here, though, it becomes really weird. God plays coy with Balaam. And so uh, Balaam goes and says, all right, God, uh, what's up?
1: Well, I feel so- like you're not giving it the proper aplomb. To. gets to talk to God. Like It doesn't make any sense. He's like, hold on, let me talk to God. And lo and behold, God shows up and starts talking to him.
0: And God says, this is the weird, God says, hey, who are these guys that are with you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, my concordance, uh, obviously, is like, yeah, well, God's just as rhetorical. There's no, que-. like, anytime he's God asks coy. a question, he's just fucking with you. He knows the answer to all questions, obviously, you know? It's Yuck. a joke. Yeah, it's a goof. Yeah.
0: So Balaam's like, all right, all right, check it out. So Balak, you know, that guy over uh, in Zippor, over in Moab, uh, they want me to go curse these uh, basically refugee rabble that came out of Egypt. They want me to put a curse these on them. These
1: Israelites, yeah.
0: And God, of course, being the God of those Israelites, says, no, don't do that. Don't put a curse on them. I bless them. You will undo my blessing, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so Balam says, okay, he goes back to the officials from Balak that came, the, the diplomats, He's like, sorry, guys, I can't. Uh, the Lord said no. Go back to your leaders. Tell them I, I tried. Now, of course, they listen. They go back to their leaders. The Moabite officials are basically get turned right back around, um, and they come with even more people that are more distinguished, right? He's sending out, like, uh, he's sending out his, like, honey boo-boos and, uh, and uh, Kendall Jenner's, right? Yes, he's you're right. The, he's sending the, the top the, tier.
1: They've got the, Pepsi the inf- in hand. They're coming to fight. The influencers. They're coming to make a deal. Um, um Go ahead. Well, just that you're not wrong. So, so basically, these guys are like, go talk to Balaam, this fixer, this guy who's got a weird personal relationship to God. I, even Moses, I don't think, can just... They're not ca- that
0: familiar. God.
1: are that familiar. Like, and it seems like a weird turn. Like, It's such an absurd thing, because when Aaron and Miriam shat on Moses and were like, how dare you have a personal relationship with God? God's like, hey, guys, okay. Every other prophet i talked to them in dream and rizzles and like cthulhu and shit but only moses do i just fucking have a chat and then the uh block some fucking nobody goes to balam some other fucking nobody and balam's like hey god come here and god's like yeah man what's up who are these fucking guys in your house he's like i know they're shit but listen man uh can you curse some israelites for me who balam's never even fucking heard of these guys like they just have no relationship
0: uh, God only talks to me whenever I play that Celine Dion song from Titanic on a recorder. <laughs> yeah,
1: he only talks to me when I'm huffing whippets, you know? Like
0: <laughs> he talks to all of us then. Yes. But no, it's it's weird because God talks to Moses on, not summoned, but God just will talk to him when he needs to. Right. God talks to Balaam because Balaam wanted to talk to Balaam's him, right? Balaam's got
1: God on a speed dial.
0: Yes, he does. And, and, and he's, what's the name, what do you call these characters? He's a Mary Sue, right? Like it, it, he's okay. perfect. He's perfectly virtuous. He has no faults. He's able to. He's all powerful. He's able to talk to God. Is what I mean by that. He just comes okay. in out of nowhere, fixes everything, uh, makes this perfect little story. It's stupid. So it's the
1: worst. So Balam tells him, "All right, guys, I talked to God. He, you, you, you I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Your city's fucked. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so not help you. So Balak is like, all right, offer him more money. Offer him more money. So they come back and they're like, listen, we will give you a house full of gold. Well, everything that we have to give, we'll give you. Just please help us deal with these Israelites. So Balaam goes back to God and is like, hey, remember that thing you said no about? And God's like, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, but they're offering me more money. What do you think? Um,
0: and what does he say? I don't care how much fucking money you have. Uh, God is the one that gives blessings or curses. I only do, I'm like his vessel. So how am I going to go against him? Right.
1: Um, God. The, well, the interesting thing is that twenty two twenty. So God yes. tells Balaam, "All right, check it out. Go with them, but only the word which I shall speak to you, you shall do."
0: Okay, this is an important moment. So hold on to this, audience, in the back of your mind. That's uh, Numbers twenty two twenty. God says, "Go with them, but do only what I tell you." All right. right. So Balaam does. Exactly that. He gets up in the morning, saddles up his donkey, like we all do when we're ready to go places. Right. Um, and he goes out with the Moabite officials. But it says, inexplicably, God <laughs> is very angry when he went and sends angels to stand on the road in his way. Now, Balaam, being a normal mortal, well, except for the fact that he can talk to God, so he can't see angels. But of course, his, his donkey, donkey can. can.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> uh, it, it is interesting so so yeah so god's like all right go but do what i tell you and then sends an angel down to stop him which i don't know it is this inconsistency in god's word it doesn't make any sense to me
0: it happens more and more often i think we see angels pop up here and there but they um,
1: like so to me it's like
0: machina, i think is the word
1: it, it's like uh it, it's like if i had a daughter. And uh, she, she's like, oh, hey, this big star is offering me a chance to like uh, go on his casting couch and audition for a part. And he's like, I really don't think you should do that. And then I she comes she back should. the next day and is like, all right, they're offering me double the amount of money. And he's like, all right, go, go. We'll see how it plays out. But he really he's like hiring a hitman is basically is basically what's happening, you know, like like it, it, my Bible is trying to explain that the reason why God's so angry is because Balaam asked twice, like Balaam uh, asked once, like, Hey, should I go with them and curse the Israelites? And God's like, no. And then Balaam comes back and says, like, Hey, they're offering more money. Should I do it? And God's like, I, do you know what happens to people that make me repeat myself? But like, do you have thing, any he idea didn't how... say
0: anything about the money. He just said, Hey, look, God, these guys are being really insistent. I don't really know what to like. I'm wor- He's probably fearing for his life, right? These are powerful people I'm imagining. Um, so he goes back to God, he's like, look, they're serious, are you sure, God? Like, I don't know, I don't <laughs> think it was the money that, that was, because uh, he, he doesn't at any point go for the cash, you know? Um. I don't think he's greedy, I just think that he is like, I don't know, what the fucking people asked, what do, what do you think? Like, he's that familiar with God. He is
1: like. very clear to them, though, that, hey, listen, you guys can offer me all the money in the world, I can only exactly. give you what God's going to give you. Like, you're going to get what you get, like, you can you can ask all you want, but...
0: Yeah. I mean, so for what, what I'll just for what whatever reason you want to attribute it to, God is pissed off, puts the angel in front of his path, and this is kind of like a weird whole scene where the uh, angel veers, or sorry, the donkey veers off the road because there's angels in its way, and it keeps on leading the donkey astray. Like God is just like doing this weird bit. Yeah. It he, doesn't.
1: It, it doesn't make sense. Did you want to get into it, or do you want me to tell no, it you? No.
0: Tell you. I mean, you can tell it. I don't care. I this part's so irrelevant. Okay. So let, get let let's
1: get into it. So. Uh, God sends the angel of the Lord to just stand in the road with his sword out. And the donkey is seeing this shit and is like, fucking what? Uh, no thank you. And keeps trying to avoid, like, back off the road. And every time he does, the first time he does, um, Balaam strikes it with a rod. And the donkey's like, fuck, bro, come on. And so he goes on a different path. And this time there's, like, a, uh, wall. Like, it's on either side of a wall. And the angel jumps down. is like, all right, donkey, let's do this shit. And the donkey's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And he pushes, trying to get away from this angel, pushes against the wall and crushes Balaam's foot. So Balaam, again, hits the donkey with a stick. Um, Because why wouldn't you? And so then finally the donkey gets to, like, this very narrow road where there's no way to turn around. The angel shows up, so the donkey just lays down so Balamb where the hits... fuck
0: are they <laughs> yeah,
1: like like on the fucking like the edge knife of a fucking mountaintop like what, what route are you taking in the middle of a desert where there yeah. is no place to go uh, this is
0: this is the worst exposition so I...
1: on the third time the donkey's like fuck it alright there's a maniac in the middle of the road with a sword I may be dumb but I'm a fu- you know I'm smart enough to not fuck with that so it just lays down so Balam strikes the donkey for a third time and then shit gets fucking weird so <laughs> So, so it's,
0: okay, you got it. Do you want to do it? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> you can read it. You can read it.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna paraphrase here. So he strikes the donkey for a third time. So God opened the mouth of the donkey, and the donkey now speaks to blood. I'm Like, hey man, what the fuck? Why do You're you keep hitting one. me? Hey
0: man. Oh, oh, I can't do. I can't do Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was gonna say let's do our Eddie Murphy joke, but, but. The donkey starts shrieking, like, "Dude, what the fuck, man? There's a guy in the road with a sword. Why do you keep hitting me?" Um, uh, so,
0: so that's that's trippy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the donkey just starts fucking talking, like, so now we have a talking donkey on our hands. Um, and the donkey says this shit. Listen, man, am I not your fucking donkey? Don't I just take you everywhere you go? I carry all your shit. Have I ever fucking done anything to you? If I'm stopping, you don't stop to think why. And Balam goes. No, I guess that's a fair point. Why fair is that a fair point? <laughs> you make like a fair fuck point, donkey.
0: If I'm walking my dog and he starts trying to pull me places, I don't fucking follow him. I you're say, like, heel.
1: Like, what is he fucking lassie? I'm not expecting. <laughs> <you."> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, donkey. I didn't assume you had supernatural <laughs> I didn't abilities. Know that you
0: were looking at angels, donkey. I thought
1: you were a dumb fucking donkey. Uh, as he's so, having this conversation, God opens Balaam's eyes and he sees the angel of the Lord standing there, sword drawn in his hand, bows his head, and so Balaam falls to the ground and falls, fates on his like flat his face.
0: So Balaam then basically, uh, the angel's like, "Why are you hitting your donkey?" And he's like, "Well, no, fucking, <laughs> I, was, I didn't fucking see you."
1: <laughs> like, like, oh yeah. It is confusing. So the angel's like, hey, why, why do you keep hitting your donkey, man? It's really pissing me off. Um, he's like, listen, the reason why I'm standing here is because your way is perverse before me. Which, again, Balam's just doing what God told him. He's I don't really get exactly it. doing yeah. exactly
0: what God told him.
1: Um... And the angel's like, you know, the reason why your donkey was freaking out, um, I, let me corroborate what that donkey just said, is that he saw me <laughs> and tried to turn aside, and if he had passed me, I would have fucking cut your goddamn head off and let the donkey live. So really, you should be thankful to that donkey. That donkey's a good bro. You better apologize to that donkey.
0: It's no. It makes zero sense, right? This is the stupidest, stupidest writing. Like, I... <laughs> Like, as annoying as a lot of Greek mythology is, at least it makes a little bit more sense than this.
1: I think it plays by its own rules. There wasn't a whole lot of... Well, I don't know. There, ha- there hasn't been any precedence for talking animals other than, like, the, the snake. snake. But even then, shit, probably. That, was, that was Like, that was on its own. I don't know. Like, all of a sudden, now there's a talking donkey on our hands. <laughs> <You> know, ba- <laughs> a flying Balam- talking donkey.
0: <laughs> Balam is a total little bitch and gives in. And it's like, all right, yeah, I sinned. I didn't realize that you were in the way, obviously. it's. I almost feel like he's saying this, like... A little bit uh, snidely, but he's like, "Oh yeah, I, I fucked up. Yeah, my bad. I didn't. I didn't realize you were in the way. Obviously, you <laughs> invisible fucking angel warrior. Yeah, I'm
1: sorry. I didn't. Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't account that the reason the donkey might be turned away is invisible angels with murderous intent. I should have. I should. That should have been my first guess. You know. So
0: so he says, yeah. If you want me to turn around, I'll turn around. I mean, God told me to do this, but yeah, if you, angel, God's messenger, need me to turn around, sure." Now, here's the stupidest fucking part of this story, <laughs> this whole Bible so far. The angel says, go with the men, but speak only what I tell you. Now, let's let's delete this entire Balaam story, the donkey story, I mean.
1: Yeah.
0: What, what did I say to remember in verse 20, chapter 22, verse 20? The, <laughs> that night, God came to Balaam and said, go with these men, but do only what I tell you. We're right back there. We had the whole fucking it, talking donkey story. It, We're it, in the exact same place.
1: It really seems like two people committed code and they forgot what the other person was doing. Like, <laughs> like you have two identical stories in, in spirit of Balam being like, all right, I'm going to go curse the Israelites. And God saying, okay, but only go if... But you only have to say what I say. And then there's this whole thing where the angel's playing chicken with a donkey... And then he's like, all right, well, if you want me to turn, Balaam's like, if you want me to turn around, I'll do it. And He's like, no, 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 go, just do what I say. Well, if that, that's what I was already doing, according to this fucking Bible, wasn't that all I was yeah. on here, you know?
0: Yeah, he's like, yeah, I know. Thanks, idiot. It's like, like, this is when, this is when you like get a job from like one of your superiors. And then the, like, middle guy that's between him and you comes to you and, like, gives you a bunch of shit and then just tells you to do the same thing like it was his idea.
1: <laughs> I was thinking it was like if I, like, I told my girlfriend, like, hey, can you go get me some Wendy's? I'll take a number two. And she's like, okay. And then on the way, I, like, stab her tires and I cut her brakes. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I said a number two. I just drag her out there. i like, I said get me a number two. She's like, that's what I was getting.
0: Yeah. She's like, you're like, if you had driven 10 feet further, I would have cut your head off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing what you told me 20 minutes ago. Are you fucking uh, high? Like, you, So, great story. The, the Bible's good.
0: Um, here's why... Here, no, because we're going to dive just a little bit deeper real quick. Now, we were talking about at the beginning of the episode how uh, you didn't know any of this shit had ever happened. I know the Balaam donkey story almost intimately. But here's here's how it was okay. always relayed to me. If you're doing something that God doesn't want you to, he'll let you know. He'll stop you. And you just have to be open to it and see with your eyes and understand. Motherfucker, huh. he was doing what God said already.
1: <laughs> I it's such wait. a
0: disgusting mistelling of the story to, to present it to children that way. Like, no. No. Balaam was on the road doing what God said. The angel shit. I'm telling you, God sent this angel down probably before he talked to Balaam the second time. He's like, hey, go down there. Make sure Balaam doesn't go. And then God is like, actually, I'm going to tell Balaam to go. Forgot to call back the angel. <laughs> yeah,
1: I forgot. I forgot I was going to do that That's shit. That's my guess. But... Uh, yeah, so it do- it doesn't make any sense. Um, so Balak, so finally Balam gets to Balak uh, with all those princes that were sent with him, and he meets him out in the center of Moab, which is on the border of Anarn the boundary of the territory. It, it uses these things. That I don't know if they're even factual. Who knows? They might just be lies. But um, <laughs> uh, Balak says to Balam, "Did I not earnestly send you calling for you? Why did you not come to me?" why did it take you so long <laughs> am i not able to honor you uh basically being like hey man I, I i what's all this fucking problem i sent for you you said no i gotta fucking send other guys i gotta send my fucking princes like what you think i can't pay you what, what, is, what is this shit you know and, and the
0: basically like well hey i'm here now motherfucker calm and down again
1: repeats himself just like he did again it looks like they wrote the story twice and then just spliced them together in the middle yeah. Because Balaam, again, repeats himself, listen, you can pay me whatever the fuck you want. I can only... The word that God puts in my mouth, that I must speak.
0: Indeed. Um, um, and so now they get to work, right? So we've got we've set our precedent. All right, hey, uh, yeah, I'll do what you want, but it's going to be the way God wants me to do it. So um, they they get the... Oh, sorry, do you got some?
1: Well, I just it's interesting. Uh, so Balak gives oxen and sheep and sends them with Balaam... Uh, and they're like, okay, let's get to work, and that's yeah. the end of Numbers twenty-two.
0: Even though it really shouldn't be the end, is because it jumps. It's the it same story. It goes right into twenty-three. It doesn't yeah. even. It doesn't even take a beat. Uh, so they build seven altars at this one spot outside of the Israelite camp, which is weird. I mean, that's got to look weird, right? Like they're just building. It, it, like t- if someone started building seven altars on the street in front of my house, I would call the cops.
1: What I what I thought of this was that it was kind of like bootleg sacrifice. Like, <laughs> well, like, but it's God's telling him how like to do like Balaam kind of, for whatever reason, despite not having Moses to lay down Leviticus for him, Balaam somehow has kind of like on his own figured out how to do sacrifices to God.
0: I mean, he literally talks to God, so I don't know if that counts. As
1: well, God doesn't tell him the way he tells Moses. It's not mentioned of it. You don't know that. I don't know that, but neither does well, the Bible. Off, it doesn't explain it.
0: Is Balaam real? <laughs> who knows ask but
1: Balaam tells Balak, okay here's what we're gonna do we're gonna build seven altars we're gonna get seven bulls seven rams and do seven burnt offerings for God and then I will go speak to him and I will return with his word indeed but I, I, I again it just kind of I mean does he exist is any of this real who knows but my question uh, sort of comes into why was it written who wrote this shit why does Balaam exist? Why is there some dude outside of Israel who has this weird intimate relationship with God and has all you know? You know, remind me. Of, it remind me of like Iron Man two, where like Tony Stark thinks he's so fucking hot, and he's like, "I have the arc reactor. No one has this. I'm the only one with this power." And then there's just some guy in Russia who's just been doing it for years on his own. You know, like Balam's like, "Yeah, the seventh thing. You guys want to talk to God? I've got it. Yeah, I can do it any day share. of the week." You know. <laughs>
0: That's um, so special. So, so Balam does indeed know how to do a sacrifice, sets it all up, gets the offering ready, and he's like, all right, Balak, I'm going to go talk to God. You stay by the offering. Uh, I'm going to see what he wants me to say. Um they prepare the altars.
1: Have you heard anything about 23-7? Do you know what that means? I mean, I'm not there yet. Well, aren't we? Well, I thought we were. <laughs> um,
0: Okay, so basically at this point, to, to get to there, he goes in, talks to God, and God says, "All right, give tell tell Balak this." And so he goes outside and talks to Balak. And uh,
1: standing amongst his burnt seven? offerings in the princes of Moab, he picks up his oracle. Yeah, uh, where yeah. did it say that? No, uh, in seven? it says. Yeah.
0: This says, "Then Balam spoke his message." That's all mine says.
1: Oh, see, mine uh, the King James, which whatever. This horse shit. And he took up his oracle and
0: said... Um, this is weird because my King James says parable. Huh. Weird. Not oracle.
1: Um, but basically, he he's about to prophesize. And this is his first one.
0: So uh, to break it down, uh, the word is mashal. mashal
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and it does mean proverb, parable, similitude, par- uh, poem. So it, it's just words, basically.
1: Uh, I feel like going into uh, the, 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 the prophecy a little bit. Do you want to shout it out? or Should, we should I just read up? the
0: whole thing real quick in NIV? Because NIV will be a little more understandable than yours. Uh,
1: yeah, let's do this one.
0: All right. Balak. Well, yeah, we won't read the rest of them. Let's just yeah. read this one. Balak brought me from Aram. So this is Balam speaking. This is supposed to be the curse that he's going to do on the Israelites. Yeah. Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab, from the eastern mountains. Come, he said, curse Jacob for me. Come, denounce Israel. How can I curse those whom God has not cursed? How can I denounce those whom the Lord has not denounced? From the rocky peaks I see them. From the heights I view them. I see a people who live apart and do not consider themselves one of the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob or number even a fourth of Israel? Let me die the death of the righteous and may my final end be like theirs. So,
1: uh you know, <laughs> So basically, Balak's like, hey, Balan, would you go summon a curse? And he's like, all right, hold on, let me go talk to God. He comes back and he's like, hey, Israel, you're great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, then he comes out with the hottest new Mumford & Sons song about Israelites.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My Bible specifically states that this is part of the Bible's love for the power of words, I guess. Where these aren't just like things people are saying. It's kind of like the blessing that... um, Jacob gave uh, Jacob or that uh, Isaac gave Jacob. Isaac gave to Jacob like yeah, once yeah. it's given it's fucking given you know the, the word has a binding power so yeah uh, Balak's like all right man here's some gold. would you go and curse the Israelites he's like you guys are gonna crush their ass they're like dude ass like I told you to do a job and you did the fucking opposite like what the fuck do you and he's like "Well, oh, that's you know so uh, and it,
0: it's coming from the base so the idea is that it's showing um I think it's showing outsider peoples non-Israelites to just be idiots that don't understand that curses and blessings are of god and they don't go against what god wants like he's not something you get to control yeah, it's not idea. something
1: you can send to the highest bidder you know
0: yeah um, and and in fact balak gets pissed he's like all right all right all right all right i see him as the uh who's i see him as like joe pesci here he's like okay okay Okay. Uh, 2311
1: right, okay. are we talking <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah okay
0: he's like god, we got, we're gonna try this okay okay we're gonna try this again
1: <laughs> uh yeah 2311 uh balak goes to Balam, like what the hell i i took you to curse my enemies and you fucking bless them like that's the opposite of what i'm paying you to do um and balam goes listen i done told you i just do what god tells me
0: uh and then he then he does the joe pesci thing he's like all right we're gonna go to another place you're gonna be able to see him from there um We're going to be on a different part of the outskirts, and then you're going to curse them. Yeah, you'll be able to curse them this time. I'm sure of it. I love
1: love the story that he's like, all right, all right, Balam, come over here. You see those Israelites, go curse them. He's like, all right, I'm going to see what God wants. God blesses them. He's like, oh, shit. All right, well, maybe maybe we got the formula wrong. Okay, let's go to this mountain where you can just kind of see them. Do you think the curse will work if we try it then? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So he's like, all right, let's try it from a different location. To me, it was like... um, to me, it's like, uh, y- you know, your girlfriend gives you the pregnancy strip and it's like, I'm pregnant. And you're like, shit, what if we did can it we with try- less... Let's do it with less pee. You're like, I- Have you tried <laughs> pooping on it? Like, like, I think we can change the results if we just use less pee. Like, I'm pretty sure that's not how this is going to work. <laughs> you know, like,
0: Drink a lot of booze. Let's get you dehydrated.
1: <laughs> what if you fell down some steps? Do you think that would change... Do you think that would change you know, the results? Like, there's a baby in there. I'm just showing you the results. It has nothing to do with, like... Whether or not you kill it. This is the symptom, not the disease. Like, I don't think you get it.
0: So they go stand somewhere else, and basically they set up the uh, seven altars again, right? This is getting expensive, I would imagine. Set up seven yeah. altars, uh, post up. Balam goes in, talks to God, comes out. Uh, basically, gives a similar praising the Israelites thing. The only one part I want to point out is in... Uh, Chapter 23, verse 19, he says, God is not human, that he should lie. Not a human being, that he should change his mind. And uh, next to that, I just wrote, hmm. (laughs) With like eight M's. The (laughs)
1: other thing, so this is his second prophecy. Uh, Basically, he's like, all right, check this out. Like, it starts off with like, all right, listen, Bollock, I got some news for you. God isn't the kind of guy that you can ask the question twice and get a different answer. But something I thought was interesting is 2321, God has looked upon Israel and he has not seen any wickedness amongst them or any iniquity. Like, what the fuck? So he is changing his life. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just, just want to let you know. Lie. I just want to let you know God says that uh, Jacob and Israel are his firstborn and he loves them and he would never hurt them and they're all good. Like, okay, yeah, I get it, you know you're lying like you're lying lying (laughs) out your fucking ass it's like uh it's like how my mom would always be like you kids are rotten and i hate you and i wish i'd never had kids but at every family gathering like oh they're so great they're so great like what the fuck the second we get in the car you're gonna start hitting me like this is bullshit
0: (laughs) do you know what i would love to do Hmm. we need to raise some money to pay super hot fire to do all these verses
1: (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like he's like oh god has looked on israel and he's seen that they are all good and that they are a kingly people, and that he has brought them out of Egypt, and God has the strength of a wild ox, and there is not a goddamn thing you can do about these Jews. They're just gonna kill and drink the blood of the slain, and rise up like a lioness and murder you guys. It's awesome. Uh, uh, and then the twenty three twenty five, God's uh, Balak is like again, what the hell? I told you to curse them. You keep blessing them. Why am I paying you? Like, what is this all this shit?
0: And of course, being a complete fucking moron, although I should say written as a complete moron, Balak says, all right, all right, uh, let's go to another place. Perhaps God will let you curse them for me from there.
1: Let's go a little farther away and see if we'll just curse you while we overlook the fucking desert.
0: So they go to the top of the Peor, overlooking the wasteland. Yeah. Seven more altars. And that's the end of chapter 23. Chapter 24 is literally the same sentence almost. Um, They've opened up. Balaam goes, talks with God, comes out, same shit. Almost the same story, right? Just says a bunch of very his, nice things his, about the Israelites. Yeah,
1: his slow jerk to Israel. How lovely are your tents, oh, Jacob. Your dwellings are so nice. You guys got such nice houses. Your gardens are so full of aloe and shit. Fucking love that. Yeah. Uh, you got great That's cedars. Funny. You know.
0: We got a bunch more of
1: these. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> a weird. Like, yeah, why don't you blow them? Fucking, <laughs>
0: So this time Balak gets really angry. It says he struck his hands together, so he claps. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I guess back then that was a bad thing. Their hands never. Uh, touched. <laughs> uh, he's like, I summoned you to curse my enemies. You're just blessing them three times now. What? What the frick? You know, it's like uh, it's
1: like if I hired a hitman. I'm like, listen, man, I need you to go kill my neighbor. And then every time he comes back, I'm like, what happened to the neighbor? Like, well, I blew him. Well, that's the opposite. Like, what the fuck? I wanted you to kill him. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, no, I no, sucked it, him off instead.
0: And it's like if beforehand, he's like, look, I'm not a hitman. I'm a prostitute. I'm going to suck his dick. And you're like, all right, kill him. All right, kill him. And he's like, I'm going to go suck his dick. Yeah, I know what you mean. Kill him. And he comes back with cum all over his face. You're like, n- n- no.
1: <laughs> That's not blood. I, I could not be more clear what my profession is. Like, I don't know why. I'm like, every $50 you put in my hand, I'm going to go suck him off. And he's like, all right, here's 50 bucks. Go do your job. Like, I... I'm tired.
0: That's exactly what's happening. I
1: don't even think he's got any more cup in him. Like, is that your plan?
0: (laughs) So, again, Balaam, it's like, look, I can only say what God wants. It's becoming pretty evident now in no uncertain terms. God wants to just bless these people. That's not going to change. So what does Block do? He's like, all right, all right, all right. He does his Joe Pesci thing. Uh, Let's go over here. Let's go. Over here. Let's do it again.
1: <laughs> Have we tried it with a blindfold on? Raise one hand. Jump on one foot. Let's see if God's changed his mind now. Like, uh, all right, I really feel like you're not getting it.
0: So then, Balaam speaks a fourth message, which is uh, another, another prophecy about God and about how a star will come out of Jacob, and he's gonna a scepter will rise out of Israel. So they're well, talking about like kings and shit.
1: Let's read that one because I felt like my I don't know. The fourth prophecy is the important one. Uh, uh, I
0: mean, it doesn't look important to me.
1: It well, my stupid. my concordance states that this is the prophecy that foretells the coming of the Messiah.
0: Yeah, horseshit.
1: Well, they probably is horseshit, but let let's actually read it. So if anything
0: it's telling the story of David.
1: Um, it might be so, but I don't know. They're saying the listen, coming I mean, of a Messiah, so let's just read it.
0: God damn it, though, just listen to this. Okay. All right, I'm going to read this part because here's your Messiah. A star will come out of Jacob. A scepter will rise out of Israel.
1: He will crush the foreheads of Moab. Does that sound like Jesus to you? I don't know. <laughs> it read, batter the brows and destroy all the sons of Tumult. But it is interesting because it start like, the beginning of 17. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. You know, and then a star shall come out of Jacob. A scepter shall rise out of Israel and fuck all these guys and kill every last one of them.
0: So yeah, doesn't sound, sound like Jesus.
1: David. doesn't sound like Jesus, but I don't know, you know. Yeah, it's not. And Edom I mean, shall be a that. possession. He shall kill all his enemies. Israel shall valiantly crush everyone. But And it, destroy
0: the survivors. Yeah, and kill says. every last one. It's destroy so the, the opposite survivors. of Jesus. Yeah.
1: Destroy and... Did they really? The Bible says that's Jesus. Yeah, uh, 2419, <sighs> out of Jacob, one shall have dominion and destroy the remains of the city. That might be Jesus. Kill the know. women
0: and children. Um, this is like, I guess if you think Anakin Skywalker was a Jesus figure. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, again, I haven't read the New Testament, so I can, I, I'm reading the Concordance. It mentions things I don't really understand them as of yet. But, you know, a star shall come out of Jacob foretells that uh, the Messiah will be born under a shooting star. That's what my Bible states. Uh, so
0: then, after dropping his fourth LP, Balaam goes on tour and just does a bunch of singles. <laughs> <laughs> His fifth message is a one-off where he sees, I guess this is him walking home. And it says that he sees Amalek and he says, Amalek, first among nations, but their end will be utter destruction. And then he saw the Kenites. Oh, you guys are fucked. And then he (laughs) saw, uh, well, I guess that's the last place that he saw And then he just
1: basically comes up and is like, alas, who shall live when God does this? But ships shall come from the coast of Cyprus and they shall afflict Asher and afflict Eber. And so shall Amalek until he perishes. So he makes, in total, seven prophecies. The first five are kind of cool, and then the last seven are kind of weird. The last yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. So Balam it's a mess. rose, departed, and went back home, and Balak was like, well, fuck it. All right. And then he goes home, too.
0: I can't imagine why would Balak let him live? I would have killed the shit out of him. I would have killed dude. the shit out of him, too. I would,
1: I, I mean, I would have gotten my money back. Well, I guess he doesn't even pay him, is the he sort of point. He's like, he's like, yeah. You know he what? said he wouldn't pay. What, what, so I, I don't even know if we. I'm not really... paying
0: you to kill a guy if all you did was suck him off. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get the spreads. money up front, guy, hitman. Um, suck man, suck man. Uh, it, it, it's kind of interesting. Is that yeah? Like uh, about halfway through, after the third prophecy, uh, Bal- Balak's like, okay, clearly you're not interested in doing what I'm paying you, so I'm not gonna fucking pay you. Balam's like, I'm not done yet. I'm gonna suck. I'm gonna go suck him off for free now. Like what? Okay. Like, uh, this has been a total fucking, this is, you know, this has been a total fucking nightmare. Uh, I don't know why we pay you. I don't know why we hired you. This is the worst hitman I've ever hired.
0: Yeah. And so they go their separate ways, and that's it. That's Balaam's story. He gets mentioned later on, but I think that's pretty much his only actual actions in the Bible. Um, Really a, a, just a horrible writing Right? Like, horrible storytelling. And it doesn't
1: even was. seem... I guess it. I guess something important happens, but it's not really relevant to what's going on forward or after. It just is a weird no. side arc about two dudes getting into a weird fight over money and prophecies and shit. And they're weird dudes. Here's the question. Who the fuck saw all this to write it down? <laughs> <laughs> like, how did this story come... To, if we're going to assume this was written by Moses, I mean, I think... Uh, Balaam no shows way up could have seen later this. in the Bible, so it well, might be Moses that he tells him
0: or some shit. You know, no, he doesn't show up later. You don't
1: think so? He went back to he went back to the Euphrates. The Israelites never go anywhere near there. Uh, yeah, he heads back south. Uh, hold on, I, I'm almost positive. So,
0: every dude, I'm looking through right now. I'm I'm in a I'm in a app uh-huh. where I can track the word Balaam throughout the Bible. Uh-huh. At no other point is Balaam brought up except to reference this story Whether well, they like, remember that time Balaam did that?
1: Yeah. He, That's he, it. he comes up in 3110 or 3116.
0: Um, yeah, but only as, as a reference. reference to so these they actions.
1: obviously, yeah, I mean, I mean, as you'd expect it to, I mean, this but who is, the fuck wrote the story down then? That's my point. Yeah. Who, who, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, it's a weird story. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, uh, some dude sees the Israelites coming in. He's like, all right, let's hire a prophet. He'll come in. He'll curse them. And he's going to know what to do. He comes back. He just blesses the shit out of them, blesses all over their faces, and then leaves. I'm like, all right. Oh,
0: shit. Actually, he gets he gets killed in Numbers 31. Spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> are we ge- Hey, <laughs> are we keeping that? Are we editing that on?
0: <laughs> no, well, I mean, I just found it. Well, 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 so he does come up later is what I'm saying. Okay. Um. Uh,
1: so I guess that kind of... Yeah, they I kill see right every... there. Yeah, what the fuck? But how was he there? He went home. Anyways, it's I'm safe. pissed. I don't know. He, he, uh, Param Haddam's in the very far northern, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's like almost at the base of Turkey. Well, it says that they killed him when they went to Midian, but he didn't. He wasn't in Midian anymore. Yeah. I, I, Midian's in the I, way I, south.
0: Yeah. This, ah, fuck this
1: you... fuck. <laughs> this is, this is, this is, it's too much fucking... It's, it's too confusing. I'm trying to piece it all together. It's shit. Ugh. Uh well, that's it. Okay, that's as far as what
0: going. a ride. That is yeah. as far as we can then. That's plenty far. Uh, so we had a battle, some snakes, some more battles, some more battles. We had, uh, and then we had Balam and the donkey and the curse that just wouldn't happen.
1: Yeah, we had some choosy beggars, you know. Yes, <laughs> the worst. This is like this would be like if there was a
0: an entire book in the Harry Potter series that was about like. Dobby getting some girl pregnant from his hometown, and like <laughs> how he paid her to get an abortion, and then
1: she never did it. She just kept. It. She somehow <laughs> yeah. got more and more pregnant. And you're like, I-.
0: and then it turns out the baby is Harry Potter, and that uh, James and Lily adopted Dobby's kid, and that's why they have a connection. And he it. Yeah, that is sock.
1: a perfect summation of. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nailed it. Uh, I'm gonna write that book. Yeah, I'm you <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it it's interesting. I don't really know. But uh, I don't know. I think it's just funny that he sees the Israelite. I don't know. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like I told you to curse them, not fall in love with them. Be like, well, it's too late. <laughs> okay. I saw,
0: I saw that ass. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: all right. I guess. All right. It's literally the state. It's just so
0: – the thing that pisses me off about it is that, yeah, I get it. It's a religious book. It's supposed to inspire people to follow your religion. But, like, try harder.
1: (laughs) I think it's funny that the idea of uh, the donkey is that, like, he'll put something in your way to stop you from sinning. I have never seen anyone get really stopped from sinning.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at Project. I guess every time a drunk driver crashes when he was going home to beat his wife, that counts. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, fair point. (laughs) Anytime I ever hear someone, like, getting, like, some weird diseases in my life, what happened? I'm like, I just got. Front uh, turns and I've got stage four lung cancer. I was like,
0: God, it's God me. putting
1: a sword in front of your donkey. Like, okay, I guess
0: that's. <laughs> you, were, you were probably going to touch a rock Irex
1: or something. <laughs> yeah, it was going to get weird. Well, at least we know the plot to Shrek, Shrek 5. Yeah. <laughs> Shrek is love, everybody. Shrek is life. Oh, um, my God. But yeah, I wonder what ever happened to that talking donkey. Uh, I imagine because it doesn't say that God took away the donkey. Just they kind of just have this donkey, you know.
0: Uh, I fucked a dragon. <laughs> I assume.
1: <laughs> I assume in uh, in uh, in. Uh, Amran or wherever the fuck uh, Abraham's from. There's just this weird talking donkey that everyone loves. Like, he's just like, hey, man. And I told... He, that, that's, probably how the they, waffles. that's probably how they heard the story, is the donkey told them. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Yeah, right. They left, like, the wow. donkey's like, oh, man, I'll tell you, there was this fucking angel and he kept hitting me. And I was like, bro, fucking stop.
0: I like to see him as like a haggard, old weathered donkey at the far end of the bar. <laughs> and he looks down and there's like some Israelites that post up and he's like, buy me a round. I'll tell you a story you won't believe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like, I'm like, I will listen to okay, anything talking that, donkey. I will listen to anything that donkey says. Although that's probably his only story of any note. Like the other story is like and then one time I punned a bunch of shit on top of it. Like, all right, these donkey stories bunch, are not great.
0: <laughs> a bunch of Ishmael's kids had sex with him <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why is that donkey wearing lipstick? I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, I think I have to cut that joke out. That's too <laughs> no. much. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's in case you're wondering. Yeah, this is a podcast about the Bible, and uh, <laughs> that's episode 34, I guess. Did, uh, is there anything else? I feel like there's almost nothing to talk about because it doesn't we, make we any co-
0: sense. And we dove deep while we were in it. Yeah. You guys get it. That's about you fucking,
1: Yeah.
0: We're not going to rehash that. If
1: anyone asks, you now know the story of Balak and Balam.
0: Yeah. Barack Obama.
1: <laughs> are we are we drunk? I understand. <laughs> These jokes are not funny. <laughs>
0: like, well, then, uh, then I was trying to figure out a, uh, a uh, like, you know, I guarantee you there's already been a church congregation where someone equated Barack Obama to Balak, and probably made the same pun that I just did and fair. explained how Baram was like, I don't know. Joe Biden and he was trying to curse America, but God wouldn't let him. It's going to be a whole thing. Yep. There's, that's out there. I just know that that exists already. I uh, feel it. In my or fucking, we'll make the uh, plums.
1: we're going to ship these two and make a fanfic, <laughs> make a fanfic yaoi hentai for you.
0: <sighs> well, I mean, on the one hand, thank goodness that's over. On the other hand, I'm going to miss it. It was fun. Uh,
1: I mean, I, I I'll tell you this. Uh, spoiler: I read a little bit ahead, and uh, numbers is going to be fun. As we get into some more...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, not going to slow down. We don't have yeah. a lot left, but... Uh,
1: What's weird is, I I, I could have sworn I read through, like, numbers, but I was just sort of blowing through it when I was reading it. I didn't, you know... I, 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 When I first read this, again, talking about kind of, like, what this podcast is and the difference of us reading it and stuff, is that when I was reading this for myself... The the story of Balab, I would have just been like, "That's weird." Moving on, <laughs> like yeah, I would have yeah, ever, yeah. I wouldn't have given it two thoughts. Like it just seems like a weird aside. But the more I think about it, the more I think that it's weird that there's this random ass dude from Abraham's hometown who just is capable, who like who knows all the secrets of how to make a, uh, a burnt offering to God. Because yeah. I don't think that's a little thing. I mean, when you talk about the way that the Levites. The 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 rules for making a burnt offering are no simple thing. You gotta put the blood out here, you gotta take out these organs, you gotta wave them, you gotta rub it on this fucking altar and shit. It was a
0: painstaking process learning it. And people died in the process. And
1: I I think that's kinda why I bring up like Iron Man 2 is that the Israelites do seem like they only need the one altar and they only need like they have the high tech equipment. Whereas, like, I think Balaam, to get the same effect, is like, okay, but I need, like, seven altars and seven rams. Like, Israel can do it with just one ram with a box of scraps in a cave, all right? Like, you're not... Well, well
0: Israel, the Israelites are like uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, and Balaam is like us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot more effort for way less effect, so... Um, so, it, 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 I don't know. I think it's interesting that it, there's this weird guy that you can just call who's like, oh, God? Yeah, I know him. What, the same guy as these guys? Yeah, right right. Yeah, I'll just give me some rams and shit. I'll talk to him. Whatever.
0: So. Well, what a ride, huh? <laughs> Uh, I'm pumped. Funny. I'm pumped to, uh, to wrap it up. Uh, I'm going to say that's it. That's it for today. You get, you get, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh,
1: no, I think that's I think that's as much as we covered. I'll be excited to get into the next chapter. I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm enjoying Numbers a good deal more than I thought.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm I enjoying it, it more than horrible.
1: Leviticus. Yeah, Leviticus was the worst chapter. Or worst Leviticus, book Leviticus so was bullshit. Sure. And I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm not sure how I feel about all the murdering of the Jews by God. It seems like a weird... And you know, all these wars and stuff—we're getting into this, this. Is a fucking metal chapter.
0: Yeah, no, talking um, donkeys. We're not pulling any punches Angels. for you guys. We're we're showing you that we're showing you it real, raw, uncut, uh, uncensored. <laughs> More of that. Uh, so, folks, uh, if you don't already follow us on Twitter, we're at Irrevelations. If you want to send us an email, and you should—that's going to be IrrevelationsPodcast at gmail.com. Cole, what do you
1: have for the people tonight? I will say this, uh having seen what happened to Pro Jared, I'm gonna go on record right now and say don't send nudes. <laughs> like I think
0: we're gonna... <laughs> But we're not minors, it's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then do. Send nudes, everybody.
1: <laughs>